Welcome to Passports and Postcards, where we discuss everything travel, from cultural inspirations to exciting destinations and everything in between. With your host, Randall McKeown. Hello and welcome to Passports and Postcards. This is a special episode, bonus episode, if you want to call that. And today I will be talking about a vaccine passport. This, I believe, is something that needs to be rolled out, well, worldwide maybe, but right now I'm looking at specific in my own backyard, in the uh, province of Ontario, in my own city, uh, Mississauga, which borders Toronto to the west. We are facing wave three of the virus right now, and we have to do everything possible to ensure the health and safety of our community. Now, there's been a lot of talk about this could be an infringement against human rights or discrimination, but let's talk about it. I am in favor of a travel, or not travel, but uh, a health passport. And what I mean by that is the idea that if you want to go back to movie theaters, restaurants, indoor shopping malls, public buildings, private buildings, that you need to provide them with this vaccine passport. Nothing different from when you were little in school and you, to be enrolled in school, you had to show that you had all your shots before you could go to school. Why put other people at risk? I personally look forward to the day when I can move freely within my own community. And what I mean by that is be able to walk into a store, browse the shelves, and find some unique things that uh, may not be advertised on a store's website, if they even have a website. A lot of mom-and-pop shops don't have websites. They're the ones that have been struggling, and a lot of them, as we look down the roads, due to pandemic, have closed for good. These businesses employed our young people. They were the pillars of our community, and now they are gone. Currently in the province of Ontario, our Premier Doug Ford has put in place a stay-at-home order throughout the whole province. Even though there are a lot of communities that don't have a single case of COVID. This is a little sad by a government that really doesn't know what they're doing. And I've said right from the get-go, and I'm not an expert, so I I don't pretend to be one. But I have stated over and over again. 
what this federal government of Canada should have done from the beginning of, well, maybe even the end of March, is shut down all international flights within into the country, other than those bringing home Canadians. There is no need for anybody, anybody to travel into Canada or for anybody to travel to any country at this time being. Unless, of course, it is through a humanitarian reason. Whether you have sick family in another country and you have to go tend to them, there needs to be documentation for that. And I don't like this excuse, well, I'm coming in because it can work, because today we live in a society and a technology is there where we can work remotely. We don't have to be in a destination. We have a lot of people that disagree with me. You know, that's one thing I love about living in this country is that you, you can make a statement and have others disagree. I believe we all need to be vaccinated, and that's just me. But I could have a good friend who says, I disagree with you, Randy. I'm not getting vaccinated. They may have good reason. I'm really not sure if they do or not. You know, I, you know, for those that haven't got the vaccine or don't want the vaccine, we haven't had that communication. We haven't had that discussion. So I don't know what their reasoning is. Now, if they came back to me and said, well, because I believe the government is trying to take control of us, well, I'm sorry, that's too late. If you're walking around with a smartphone, the government knows everything about you. If you're on Facebook... The government knows everything about you. Any social media platform, the government knows everything about you. And do you really think you're that important? That you are that important out of the 7 billion people in the world the government needs to track you? And who's doing this tracking? Are trackers tracking trackers? Okay. You know, this is just me talking out loud here. Let's get down to what this whole conversation should be about. We want to get our economy rebooted again. I personally want my freedom to travel wherever I choose without fear of getting sick. I want to ensure that where I'm going, whether it be a trip to Niagara Falls and staying at a hotel that the guests at that hotel, the staff at that hotel have been vaccinated and the threat of getting COVID is next to nil. Not saying it's impossible, but it's next to nil. I am a huge rugby fan. And I mean, we had the Toronto Wolfpack in Toronto. That was uh, rugby league. We had the Toronto Arrows. Rugby Union, two professional teams in the city. For some of you who don't know, the Toronto Wolfpack did fold up because of the pandemic and the fact that they would have to play all their games in England, which financially was unreasonable. Then we have the Toronto Arrows, who played a few games last year, but due to the pandemic, shut down. Now they are playing a full season this year. All the games are in the U.S. because currently right now teams aren't allowed to cross borders with with the Canadian government's uh, stipulations.
restriction regulations put in there. So I'm not able to get to the stadium to see my games. And going to the games was not just to see the sport, but also to meet up with my community. You know, our Toronto Blue Jays here in Canada have to play in the States. Currently, they're playing their home games in Dunedin, Florida. We have the Toronto Raptors playing their games in Miami. Maybe we should just change the name to the Miami Raptors. And then we have the NHL, National Hockey League, where the league decided that we could have the, I think it's six Canadian clubs, uh, play in what they call a northern division. They play each other for the whole season, and a shortened season at that. That sort of has worked a bit, but as record shows, the Vancouver Canuck team suffered ma- major uh, player, I guess, illnesses with uh, a lot of the players and staff having COVID and their games having to be postponed or canceled. So again, that's interesting. Interesting, because again, that puts a fear in the other teams that are, you know, scheduled to play them. So, what can we do moving forward? And are we actually infringing on your human rights if you decide not to have a vaccine and the government makes a law stating that stores or businesses, any business, whether it be a government office or private office, private business, sporting event, concert, they say that you're not welcome unless you can prove to us that you've been vaccinated. And the way to do this is with a vaccine passport. Are your rights being violated? I doubt to say that they are. You know, I miss celebrating with family. And I can understand some of the government orders about Keeping family apart, unless you live together, that you can't really keep apart. But what I mean is a lot of us would get together for certain holidays, special occasions, and I look forward to being with my family. This past year and a bit, that hasn't happened. Or on a smaller, smaller scale when, you know, rules change where you could have five people, you could have 10 people, you could have three people, you could have two people, you could have two bubbles, three bubbles, you can have whatever. You know, it changed so much that every day was so confusing. You don't know if you're even allowed to leave your own room, let alone wander your own house, because you don't know what the rules are. And our government, our government changed the rules. Let me tell you this one. The Ontario government here stated that the police would so this institute instituted a curfew and stated police would stop drivers or people out in the streets after midnight. Find out where they're going, what they're doing out after midnight. Like the virus only comes out after midnight. No. Police force after police force said they will not enforce this order. This is not a crime and they don't have the manpower to look after this. So there goes our Ontario government with their tail between their legs going, okay, I guess we can't do that. But seriously, you think that's going to stop COVID? 
a curfew is going to stop COVID. As I mentioned, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this earlier in this in this podcast. I approached my mayor, Mayor Bonnie Crombie, city of Mississauga. I said to her, what we need to do is shut down the airports. Her comment back to me was, this is federal jurisdiction. I have no control over it. My comment back to the mayor was, you have the ear of the prime minister. I do not. As a citizen, I do not have the ear of the prime minister. The airport's located in your city. Surely you have some say or bend the ear of the prime minister and explain what your position is when it comes to the airport. It's like anything, you know, whether it be an insect or uh, other diseases that are only found in certain parts of the world. How do they get into this, into say Canada or England or United States or China or or anywhere you look at. They have to either come in with people coming into the country, and that would be through air, land, or sea, or through cargo. Cargo coming into the country. And we talk about beetles um, as one thing that would come in through uh, cargo. But they didn't close the airports. Just recently, the government said, okay, they're going to stop all flights coming in from India and Pakistan. I feel sorry for the country of India right now. They're going through terrible, terrible situation. Haven't heard much news about Pakistan, what they're going through. Or even the countries of Africa, we don't know what's going on there, so I can't really comment on it. A lot of the European countries have somewhat recovered from what happened with wave one and wave two. To lose one person is one too many. But to lose the number of people we have lost to this, vac- to this virus, I should say, to lose the number of people we have to this virus is sad. But I've done everything in my power to protect others. Wear my mask at all times when I'm out. Always washing my hands. And to be honest with you, staying at home as much as possible. I mean, might go out for a little drive just to, you know, not that far, one to two kilometers away. Maybe do drive through to get a coffee or something just to get out of the house because it is stir crazy. But we all have to do our part. And, and to go back to this vaccine, I'm waiting for my second shot. And if uh, it's instituted that I need to have a vaccine passport to travel, which I believe I should, I should have that. So if it's available, I'm going to make sure I have it. Yes. So I can regain the thing that's been taken away from me, the thing I miss most, and that is freedom of movement. I can go on and on about this subject and how I feel about it and 
how the conversation I've had with people just some of them are very positive, some of them are very negative, some of them excite me, and some of them really, well, just say really tick me off. But you know, that's that's up to them. You know, I can't say the government needs to make it law. That might be going too far. But I may revisit that issue if our numbers keep on going up. Because one day, I want to walk around again without a mask, without fear of meeting other people in the street. And I hope if you're listening to this and you are Canadian or any other country, any other country listening to this, and you have an opportunity to get the vaccine that you think twice about it, Make sure you choose the right decision, which is to get it. Not only are you protecting yourself, but you're protecting your family, your friends, and your community. And let's do this together. We're all in it together to build a better new world, as I would call it, a better new world. So that's it for my podcast. I might have talked a little bit too much. And I hope that you come back and, and listen again. And hopefully it's not much of a tyrant, but that's what I'm talking about right now. Thank you very much and have a wonderful day.